All right, so here we are. <laughs> here we are in person for once. So like I'm choking on the D. I was playing. In person for the first time in a long time, man. For the first All right, time so I'm definitely editing. I'm definitely editing that verse part out. Like that's 100% going out. I don't. I don't blame you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back, man. This is episode 21. 21. 21. What's nine plus ten? Twenty-one. Um, this is episode twenty-one of the New Era podcast. We are coming live from Nashville, Tennessee. Correct, correct. I have pulled up on my co-host. Uh, he's harder. To, he's harder to find. I'm not making this. I'm not doing this with okay? cable. We said we pulling up on. <laughs> can they hear this? Yeah, they can hear it. We just can't hear it. So it's gunshots. You know what I'm saying? Applause. Cable passes sound boy here. Just fire. We can't hear anything. I was gonna play some Joyce Rice before the, you know, before the pod, but I can't even hear it, so there's no point. It's cold though. I like it. Yeah, man. We are back, episode 21. Um, I am your humble, gracious. <laughs> I hate when you do that. <laughs> nah, I'm just your, I'm just one of your co-hosts. Um, happy to be here, Caleb Jordan. That is my name. Um, telling jokes, rapping, hooping. That's my game. Mm. Bars. Um. Mm-hmm. I am the other, uh, it's, well, he said one of your co-hosts. There's literally only two of us, so I'm the other co-host. Well, that's what I was saying, like, assuming that there's, yeah. you know, people know that there's two of us. Two co yeah. I'm the other co-host, Mancer Wilson. Um, we are having a really good day, man, out in Nashville. It's a really, been really dope energy out here. Um, it's been great. This is today. my first time in Tennessee in general. Well, okay. Nah, I don't know if that, is it? Yeah, no, actually, this is my first time in Tennessee. Nah, man, Tennessee is, Nashville is dope. I've been here since August, and it's very, uh, it's a very unique city, excuse me. It's a very unique city. You'll find you some good food. I will say this. There are not a lot of black people out here. There's a lot less black people out here than I pictured in my mind. Yeah, man. Maybe just in the parts that we were at, I just didn't see them. It's not as many. Well, I'll tell you this. I lived in Knoxville before, and it's it's a lot more black people here in Nashville than there are in Knoxville. Knoxville, you can you are able to go somewhere and be the only black person. You just got to be on the University University of Tennessee. You live. Oh, that's, that's yeah, that's fire. Yeah, that's our 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 pod. You know, let people know that we're <laughs> we going live on the pod. That's yeah. tough. That's tough. Um, just to let people know that we're together. This is happening. Um, <laughs> it's super random too. But yeah, so we should have promoted it. Been like, yo, we're gonna be together. <laughs> I didn't even know I was gonna be here until good point. Like two days ago. It's kind of up and left, but no, um, we're here, man. <laughs> we don't have enough followers on Instagram oh, for people to. Oh yeah. I mean, it's whatever. I mean, we do have enough followers on Instagram, though. Oh, that's yeah. He's our videographer. Oh word. Yeah. That's what's up. That's gang. That's gang. Yeah. <laughs> he said that's gang. Yeah, man. We're um, back on. We're back on the New Era podcast, man. Recording. Um. How you feeling to be in Nashville? You said there's not a lot of black people here. I know that much. Um, I mean, I'm I'm used to that for most of my life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, it's cool, bro. It's a cool, it's a cool vibe. Like, I like I like traveling and going to different cities. I haven't been able to do a lot of traveling lately. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know that uh, I'll definitely be coming back. This is a short little short time, but this is dope. It's really it's dope. Nice, yeah, definitely a nice city, man. I appreciate you pulled up on me. It's, it was uh, definitely a surprise when you told me you was coming, but like I, yeah, bro, I needed that vibe. 
been a for long sure, bro. Year. It's been a long year, man. We have <laughs> this is actually the first time Mancer and I have seen each other in since August. Before August, I think. So, um, this is like a little reunion in itself. Missing a few folks, but you know what I'm saying. We'll we'll get to it this summer. You know what I'm saying. Definitely, definitely. What? But you want to be trying to stay home. No, I can turn it off. It's cool. I'll take it off. We should have, but we can we can promote that next time. Oh, for sure. Cause that's fire. But yeah, man. How you? Yeah, we got here. We got the NBA playoffs on right here now, man. We uh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. We haven't talked since uh the regular season still going on. Now we have the NBA playoffs. The 2022 NBA playoffs have begun today, actually. Um, give me your thoughts, predictions. Give me how you feeling. Um, the games that came on today. Um, we had the first game was Mavericks Jazz. Okay, so a I feel very upset that the Hornets are not in the playoffs because <laughs> of all the trash that I talked coming into the season about us being a for sure team making the playoffs. That kind of hurt. We literally finished as a ten seed. But we had a we had a winning season, so I just want to say shout out to the Hornets. Um, you were on your high horse for the Hornets, man. I was because we haven't really we really haven't been like we we haven't had a season over five hundred in six years, mm-hmm. um, and this is our best record that we've had in almost ten years. So um, even goes further than that. So big shout outs to them. Obviously, wish we would have made the playoffs. Um, Trey Young is like that. Like that. Um, but right now, I mean. I think I told you earlier. I, I'm going with. So I would just probably go series by series. Or do you want just me to give like a quick little synopsis how I feel going into the playoffs? Well, you, well, you just. I'm glad you you addressed the Hornets thing because you were saying they you were talking like they could be good in the playoffs. But I think y'all just ran into the wrong guy. Trey Young is. It's all about that's Trae all the, that's all the playoffs are about are all it's all about matchups. It's all about matchups. It's because of the play in though. And like uh, the game that we're watching right now because we have the uh, Warriors. Nuggets game on. You guys will know the result by Wednesday, so <laughs> they probably would have played two. Wow, that's a crazy step back, Jordan Poole. But um, they probably would have played game two by now, by the time this comes out. He's, we can do series by series. But okay, so the first game of the day was the Jazz Mavericks today. It's Saturday, April sixteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, Four days away from someone's birthday. We can clap it up for that. No. Yeah, clap it up. The pause, the pause over there. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Turning the big, turning the big twenty-four next Wednesday. This Wednesday. This Wednesday when we drop. So, you know, thank you guys for listening on my birthday. I really do Facts. appreciate it. I do Facts. appreciate it. Um, but no, the Mavericks Jazz series is gonna be gonna be a great series. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see Luca play. Uh, I think they took a tough L today without Luca. Um, Donovan Mitchell is a superstar in this league. It just sucks that he plays for the Utah Jazz. Um, but I like the I like the Mavericks winning this series if Luke is healthy and can play. Even though they're already down one. Yeah, like I, I I like the I like the Mavericks in six or seven. Six um, or seven. Okay. Yeah, I like that pick. I like the Mavericks six or seven. What about? What, what I, I go Jazz in six. Jazz believe, in six. I don't believe in the Jazz. Even if Luka does come back, I think I think I like the Jazz. I don't want to disrespect them. They made this is a team that's made the conference finals. Uh, did they? I think they made the conference finals one of the mm-hmm. past years, or did they not? No, I don't think so. Who? Well, yeah, I don't want to misspeak. Then I've, I've, the Nuggets. They've been yeah, they're a second round been, team. Yeah, they're they're not really. I, I don't see the Ma- but I don't see the Mavericks being a second round team. I think the Mavericks are still a first round exit team, especially in that like with that matchup. Yeah, I just think you know the Jazz. Rudy Gobert is a you know very valuable piece. Come playoff time. 
Um, you know, defensively, he, he helps a lot defensively. But um, I don't know. I like the reason why I like Dallas. I think Luca plays a big part in that. But I also like guys like Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, J- Jalen Brunson had a really big game today. Um, we just want. I, I really do want to see the Mavericks get past that first round hump because it feels like Luca's. Luca just can't get past that hump, and until he does that, no one's ever going to really take him seriously. He's going to be one of those great regular season players and puts up the great stats and the great numbers, but we won't see him get to that next level. So I would love to see Luca get to that next level, um, and hopefully win this series. So I I think Luca I think Luca has the ability to lead him, but we were talking about it earlier, like comparing him to Trey Young. I think that this Mavericks team. I just don't think they match up well with Jazz as far as like you mentioned Gobert. I do think he'll he'll be more of a he'll be more of a a factor next game as far as like in the paint. Like this this first game he wasn't really scoring like that. He wasn't really um I can't really say aggressive because Rudy, Rudy Gobert doesn't get himself involved offensively. That's more of his guards do that. But like catching lobs, running the floor, he wasn't doing that. He wasn't even affecting the the games when Jalen Brunson was getting to the paint. So I think he'll be around. For the rest of the series, they already up one. I just I don't see them fluking the series. Something tells me to believe in the Jazz this year. Now, granted, I mean, I don't, I don't, that's that's a regular season team. Yeah, but so are the Mavericks. That's really that's really what I'm saying. I and think the Mavericks. To, are also to me, the Jazz didn't play great. You know, that the lighter half of the season, they kind of went on a stretch where they were losing games consecutively. Um, obviously, the media plays a big part into that rip, that little rift between Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. They're saying that they don't necessarily. One doesn't want to play with the other, yada, yada, yada. We don't really know what's going on in the locker room, but, you know, it should be interesting to see. I The series that I'm most excited to watch, and I, I think the best first-round series besides Brooklyn and uh, Boston, is this, you know, the game we saw today, Minnesota and Memphis. Mm. John Moran, Anthony Edwards, two of the the best young players in the league. Um, who, do you, who do you have winning that series? Mm. That's the – Oh, what was the next one? And who do you think will have a bigger impact on their team winning the series between Ja and Anthony Edwards? Ja Morant. Okay. And I think. So Ja Morant's the most important. He's going to be the most important player. He's the most player important player in the series. Yeah, I think he's the most important player in the series. Um, Now, can Memphis. I don't know if. I, we talked about this earlier, too. I don't know if memphis uh realizes how well the timberwolves match up with them or maybe they do obviously i can't speak for them but timberwolves are a very tough matchup for the for the grizzlies they have a big and um carl anthony towns who is becoming a better a better paint defender which he was never a bad offensive player so it's just about as a big it's about protecting that paint so i don't know i think i think i like the timberwolves in six Okay, that's my pick. Now, granted, but yeah, but I th- I still think John Morant is the most important player in this in the series. I think he'll be able to win Memphis two games, but he's gonna have to do it. I think um, I think you're correct in everything you just said. I know I asked between Anthony Edwards and John Morant who would be the most important player. I think John, like you said, is the most important player. I think the Timberwolves are gonna win the series in seven. I think this will mm. be one of those seven game series. But I think the most important player for the Timberwolves is not Cat. It's not Anthony Edwards. It's the guy who was an All Star. The lefty, D'Angelo Russell. You like D'Angelo Russell. I think there. D'Angelo Russell is the most important player in this series for both teams because I think he, he's the X factor. Like, you know, John, Jaron Jackson, and, you know, Dylan Brooks, um, you know, the, the whole Desmond Bain, those Grizzly guys, they, they're a tough little pack. But D'Angelo Russell, to me, has the crazy – like, I think he can go – he can explode for a crazy game like Ant. 
Like, I think he's a little bit more capable of going for a 40-point game here or 50-point, maybe even 50-point game. Why do you say that? I think I like D'Angelo Russell's. I think his game is built for the playoffs. He's a he's a three level he's a three level scorer, mm-hmm. and he's a great catch and shoot uh, shooter. And I, I mean, looking at what Memphis or not Memphis, Minnesota does when they play, they get up and down the floor. They look for open threes, transition transition threes. So um, I really like his game in this series, and it's a fast paced series. And I like I like how he plays under control. He plays a little bit more under control than. Uh, a lot of the guards in this series, so it would be really interesting to see how he plays. Hmm. Yeah, you you are a big D'Angelo Russell fan, so you know, we, also, neither one of us don't think Carl Anthony Towns is the most important player in this. Team. So no, we, we're putting think, him as the third most important player for the Timberwolves. Carl Anthony Towns. No, I think Cat. I think Cat. His role is like. I don't know. That's a good question because I, the way when you put it that way, he is kind of the third most important. But if he does what he's supposed to do, then. Like he, if he takes care of his job, which is getting twenty and ten, mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about that. He's gonna and he's gonna do that. Cat's good for twenty and ten on most nights, so I think you could kind of count on him to do his job. It's about those other guys, D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Edwards, stepping up and hitting those big shots and taking the load off of him because you already know that Cat's gonna go for that twenty and ten. So you need those other two guys to step up and and have big games like Anthony Edwards had today. He had thirty four, yeah, yeah. thirty seven points in his uh, playoff debut. So. Shout out Anthony Edwards, but I think they also win that series in seven. Timberwolves, okay. They match up. They match up super well with the with the Grizzlies. So did both of us. What about what was your pick, Mavs? You had Mavs and six. Mavs and six. So you had Mavs and six. I had Jazz and six. You have um, Wolves. You have Wolves and seven. I have Wolves and six. Okay. All right. I like in our pick so far. What's your you you said your second most important series or exciting series would be Brooklyn Boston. Now, I know you have some personal affiliations with the series, but I'm going to try to get the bias out of you. Who do you think wins between um, Brooklyn and okay. Boston? You know, a month ago uh, before the ban, I would have said this would be an easy series for the Celtics to win. I think they would have closed this out in six or five games pretty handily if Kyrie was not able to play at home. Mm-hmm. With Kyrie on the – on the floor, it makes it a lot harder for the Celtics, but I think the Celtics are a better basketball team than the Brooklyn Nets are. But the Brooklyn Nets have two of the top five greatest scorers of all time on their team. Definitely. So my heart wants to say Boston, and I'm going to say Boston because I think they (laughs) are the better team, but I will not be shocked if Brooklyn – I, this that's just how I feel. Like I'm very, like I think the Celtics are a better team, so they should win the series. But I think Brooklyn, Brooklyn's hitting that like it's like a with UNC in the NCAA tournament. They're hitting the right stride. They're hitting their peak at the mm-hmm. right time. And Boston, Boston just got the the worst luck of the draw, you know. And they have to see a really hot team going into the playoffs. So. I like Boston. I think it's going to be a seven-game series. It's going to take all seven games for Boston to win the series. But if it if it ends in six or five, it might be the Nets. Hmm, that's interesting. I I'm biased as well. Um, not for connections, but I just like I like KD. Uh, KD and Kyrie, my two favorite players. I got Brooklyn in six. I don't think Boston gets it done. Um, in seven, I but, don't think Boston can can get it past six games. Only because, um. Without Ben Simmons returning, 
I think the Nets have every matchup that Boston can't give them. Um, I think they beat them in the big position. Now, granted, that's that's granted, he grants a big, so I don't know. But like, I think they got them in the big position. Andre Drummond makes a big difference. Nick Claxton makes a big difference. I but, don't. Think, I think when Boston sends Marcus Smart at Kyrie, you're gonna have to put Jalen Brown on KD. That's good. That's good two matchups. But where I think Boston loses. I think Boston loses it on the offensive end. I don't think the, I don't think Brooklyn can. I think Brooklyn can send them looks that they have not gotten on the defensive end all year by be, by just being long. Now, Claxton, I think it's Claxton. I think he's the X factor. Claxton plays. I think Brooklyn wins the game a lot easier. I, I don't think Drummond is the the big to defeat Boston. Does that make sense? You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't think Andre Drummond is the big that can beat Boston. Oh, yeah. I do think Nick Claxton is the big that can beat Boston. They have to guard them long. They have to guard. <laughs> Hey yo, nah. <laughs> they have to. I think they have to guard them um, and use their length to beat Boston on the defensive end. Brooklyn is a good defensive team. I don't want to say that nobody can stop Kyrie because Kyrie is not going to have the best shooting game every single game. Kevin Durant is, um, but I, I do think they're going. Every game is going to be decided by about five or less. I don't think it's going to be a any game is a blowout, which that's what the fans really want in the first place are good games. I think the, every game is going to be a good game. Like, I'm not saying Brooklyn is going to defeat Boston easily, like, without a fight. I just think every game that comes down to the last three or four minutes, Brooklyn has the matchups that Boston doesn't. I could but agree with that. I would say seven. I would say Brooklyn is seven. I, I will agree with you that it's going seven games. Yeah. And, I I mean, Boston also played great basketball towards the end of the season. They were the best team in the East. They kind of got too hot and ended up having to see Brooklyn in the first round and then Milwaukee was able to kind of sneak their way into that three seed mm-hmm. and, you know, play Chicago, which I think if any if any uh, series is going to go four or five games, it's probably that one. Um, besides the, you know, the uh, Pelican Sun series, I think that'll go four or I was about to say four or five. But I think the Bucks, the Bulls have no one that can guard Giannis. They have absolutely no one that can guard Giannis. Yeah. And Without Lonzo Ball, it's going to be extremely difficult for Chicago to get any rhythm offensively, getting to their spots. DeMar DeRozan is going to be able to do what he does and get to his buckets, and we'll get to see if those mid-range buckets are really, you know. They'll translate into the playoffs. They'll translate into the playoffs. I think it will, but I don't think it'll be enough. I think Milwaukee just is too good of a team. They're a lot better than the Bulls. The Bulls don't play well against top teams in the in the Eastern Conference. They didn't play well against the <laughs> the Bucks this uh, this season, so I think that's going to go four or five. But it's good that Chicago's back in the playoffs, mm-hmm. um, and you know you get Zach Levine that experience. You get uh, you know Ao. Yeah, and he's developed this year too. He's developed really well. Um, Alex Caruso's an NBA champion. Um, but you, so you're saying Bulls don't match up well. You're saying Bulls just can't beat the Bucks. No, I think, and I agree with you. I got Bucks in probably five. I got, and I hate to disrespect the Bulls like that after a good year they had, but the reason that I, I'm scared of the Bucks as someone that's going for the Nets in the playoffs, um, Mike Budenholzer, that's his name? Yeah. Their coach is really, really good. I have not – I've watched a lot of their games for the past two years. It's funny you say that. Good. He has never made a bad adjustment. He has never made the wrong substitution. He has never taken a guy out. He's never putting the wrong guy in. It seems like every adjustment he makes – whether it be a strategic thing or a substitution thing, it always works. And it's funny you say that because people were getting on him a lot last year or before they won the championship about them not using Giannis the right way. 
and his adjustments on the floor, like him not making enough adjustments on the mm-hmm. floor for Giannis. So it's funny that you say that, but but Giannis um, got better. Giannis got a lot better. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I just don't like I don't like the the Bulls in that series. Um, Any other phone ones you think? I think this Toronto Philly series has a really good chance to be interesting. Hmm. Obviously, today didn't go that great for the Raptors. They lost. <laughs> By 20 plus points, I think Therese Maxey yeah. had 38 points. You know, Joel Embiid had 19 and 15. James Harden had 22 and 14. Yeah. Tobias Harris had a 20 point game. You know, if the Sixers are playing like that, they might be the most dangerous team in the Eastern Conference. If you could get all uh, four of those guys, if you can get all four of those guys going, I think they're the most dangerous team in the Eastern Conference. I don't think all four of those guys get going though. I, I just don't like not for the not for the length of the playoffs. And I said that, and we haven't even talked about the number one seed in the East that no one no one talks about Miami. Yeah, but no they have a tough that. they have a tough first round series with Trey Young. I don't now. Granted, I don't think Trey Young has he's not going to be able to will them past the Heat in the first round. I just don't think it's possible. Nah. He's not going to be able to do that for seven games. But I do think they keep it. They're going to be close games, but I think it's going to be Heat and five. Heat and five is a good pick. I think I would go Heat and five too. But like I. That's also a series where I'm, I would like the ability to change my pick after I see one game because I just want to see how the Heat plan on defending Trey Young in that first game. If, and I think I'll be able to make a prediction after that. But I, I say that to say I think the Hawks could beat the Heat. I don't think it's impossible. I don't think he, it's impossible to see Trey Young wield and pass the Heat depending on how they guard Trey Young. It really depends on that. That's – and if they get John Collins back. I don't know if they're scheduled to get him back or not. But if he comes back, I think that, that a Hawks team is a little bit differently. Capella, um, he got injured in, a, in the playing game. I think that's another guy that if he gets healthy, that just changes the, the dynamic of that Hawks team. We saw the Hawks flourish in the playoffs last year. So I'm not, I'm not sleeping on the Hawks. I'm not sleeping on the Hawks. I'm actually not sleeping on the Hawks as much as I'm sleeping on the Grizzlies. Just to call back to that other series because I – we were having this. We were having this debate earlier too, or this talk earlier, earlier, earlier too. I think Trey Young is as valuable as anybody in the league, and that includes John Morant. And we saw what John Morant did for the Grizzlies. He got them a one seed or two seed. So I just think we gotta we gotta put some. We gotta understand that what Trey Young does is not like any other point guard in the yeah, league. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then I guess the last series we're watching right now. Nuggets, Nuggets, Warriors. Hi, who you who you picking? Who you got? I got Warriors. Four. Wow. Sweet. Yeah. That's that's yeah. way different for me. I got the Warriors in six. I think the Nuggets are a lot better than people give them credit for. Um, Draymond Green is an absolute menace, and he's going to make it extremely <laughs> difficult for Jokic to do what he wants to do. But I also think Jokic is. I mean, he might. He's probably going to win MVP again. Mm-hmm. So. You can never count out an MVP, especially of his caliber that gets everybody involved in the game. Um, plus, you know, they have a lot of knockdown shooters on their team. A lot of guys that can put up threes, a lot of guys that hit open shots um, when, they're, when they're supposed to. But, again, the Warriors have – they have Klay Thompson back. They have Jordan Poole playing out of his mind. They have NBA All-Star starter Andrew Wiggins. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got you to gotta take all these things into account. Um, and I, I like this series a lot, too, because it's two really fun offensive teams to watch. Like, the way the, the Warriors move the basketball on offense to get their shooters open, the way the Nuggets play through Jokic, and the way they run, they run through handoffs. And uh, it's just really fun stuff to watch if you're a basketball fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm excited to see how this series goes. I think it definitely is a six-game series, but Denver will probably win those two games at home. And then 
the uh, the Warriors will close it out. If I that's a foul. I could see maybe Denver Warriors in five. I might give Denver one at home. So I'll take that back. I won't say sweep. I don't think we have – that might be my bold take. I don't think we have any sweeps in the first round of the playoffs. And that's good. That's good. It's good that, you, that you're able to um, – that's what the playoffs are about is getting the best 16 teams in the league and into the playoffs so that we can see good basketball. Because, I mean, it's not fun watching those series where it's a 1-8 and it's just a four-game sweep and none of the right. games are close. Nobody likes watching that. It's not good for the game. It's not good for the brand. Um, everybody's, I mean, and that's the thing about the NBA, like the playoffs is now these guys are playing extremely hard. Like they say games don't matter in the regular season, which they don't. Um, they do, they, just, they do, but they, they don't, do. especially now that they have the play in tournament. It really does not matter. Like, I think I do agree. I think the play in takes a lot of the value, some value from it. But I think if we take some games down, like go from 82 to maybe and every time people say this, that obviously means less money for everyone. So no one wants to do it. So I don't even want to mention going from 82 games with. Going from 82 to maybe 70 games, I think the season is a little bit more valuable. Um, anyway, like, how do you, what do you think uh, the Lakers will do in the playoffs this year? <laughs> Man, can we not talk about the Lakers? We don't got to talk we, about the Lakers. We literally went a whole segment without talking about the Lakers. And now you I just wanted to see what up. you thought they were going to do. Um, I think LeBron's going to be sitting at home tweeting about all the players that he wants to play with. I think uh, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook probably is not going to touch a basketball until August. Don't put that on Russell Westbrook. He's a hard worker. I'm not saying it as a, if he's a, not a hard worker. I'm just saying, you know, just mental break. He has to take a mental break. Um, and then I would also say that uh, Anthony Davis is somewhere trying not to hurt himself. Uh, so you just basically um, talk bad on every one of your players except for LeBron. I just said LeBron's going to be at home tweeting that's about not all that, the players. But he'll that he really be doing that. Like, like, that's what I'm saying. That's what he's doing. That's what but, he's actually but, doing. But you said Russell Westbrook won't touch the ball until August. He has to touch it. He has to. I mean, I would, he hope, he, I would hope he was in the gym the day after the season ended. I would hope he was getting shots up after their last game. I think he has a lot to prove, especially with this new coach in there. Whatever, whatever new coach they get, I think they're going to be tasked. Do you think Russell Westbrook will be on the Los Angeles Lakers next year? This will be the yeah. last basketball thing, too, ladies. So, yeah. you know, you can skip through this part if you need to. Ladies like basketball talk, man. Women love talking, hearing people that know it talk it. But I will say, I think the whoever the Lakers get as their new head coach, they're going to have to incorporate Russ. I don't think you can trade Russell I don't think Westbrook. Russell Westbrook will be on the Los Angeles Lakers next season. That is my take. And I hope, hey. he's, and I hope he's not on the Charlotte Hornets because we don't need another point guard. But, um, yeah, I'll, if he's not on the, the Lakers, I won't be surprised. But what team? That's the only like thing that kind of gets me. What team takes his contract? If if you see how he did, how bad he played with the Lakers. Now, granted, if you know basketball, you know that that just wasn't the best fit or the best coaching for him. But still, what team takes him? It would be the Hornets. <laughs> it really would be the it Hornets. It would be the Hornets. Um, hopefully, it's the Knicks. But um, the Knicks. Yeah, man, basketball's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Basketball is fun. All, no, right, yeah, we, all right, we done. We done. We, I love well, it. NBA champion. Who you got? It's hard to say. I really have no Brooklyn idea. Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn, finals Brooklyn Nets versus the Suns. That's my first round pick. Now every let's do that. Every round we pick who we think is going to be in the <laughs> okay. finals. Yeah. My first round and my first first round finalist finals matchup is Brooklyn versus the Suns. That's what I think will be in the finals. Who do you think? I got Pelicans. <laughs> no, nah, I'm playing. I got. Uh, 
I'm gonna be different. I got Boston. I got Boston and, and Golden State. I'm not mad at Golden State. I'm not. I, I can see them really making it to the finals. That's that's the crazy part, especially if Kaminga plays. Um, but yeah, yeah. No more, no more NBA. We. I mean, I think the name of this episode is gonna be Splash Brothers. We don't have to talk about it. Oh no, we definitely should get into it. We, we should get into it. We should get into it while we're the Splash Bros. Um, Two mans for days. Trying to. Hey, run the break. <laughs> <laughs> run the break. I'm spotting up. Oh, you spotting up? Sp- I mean, I'm not going to shoot. <laughs> hey, man. They trapping. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're getting trapped. You are definitely getting trapped. <laughs> Yo. All right, man. That's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a, that's a good one. If you know, you know. You trying to, you trap, bro. It's I'm cool. Not, oh, my God. No, nah, I'm playing, I play bro. I'm playing. You're not trapped. You're not trapped. Not trapped, man. But no, nah, why, taking, why, why taking... are we the Splash Brothers? Um, does that make me Clay or me Steph and you Clay? Nah, we. I mean, if I'm spotting up, yeah. Thank you, Gary Payton. I, I might just be Jordan Poole. I might. I don't know. I don't know. Like, you Draymond. You're not taking any shots. Yo. <laughs> facts. <laughs> facts. I'm Draymond. I'm not taking any shots. Nah, man. We are the Splash Brothers because when we are together, um, it's always a good time. And that's all. That's all there is to say about that. And if you've ever spent a time with with me and Caleb, you'll know. Absolutely. Um, I don't know how many listeners. Man, have, somebody bro. get this. Somebody get Andre Iguodala. Andre Iguodala looks like the dad that comes to practice, and like you, like they need somebody to step in and you know do one of the <laughs> drills. Like that's what he looks like when he's playing. Like it's crazy. But what do we talk about, Dell? <laughs> we were talking about this last but We don't have to talk about it. We don't have to talk about it. Let's go. To, you want to go to music? Yeah. Let's. What's What's up with the music? What's What's what up with the music? Okay, bet. So. You said you wanted to talk about this Wiz album. I'm gonna let you take it away because you did send me one of their songs. I think it was one of the first days it came out. Um, talk about it. Yeah, man. Wiz, Wiz Khalifa, Smoke Dizza, Big Big Crit, Currency, Girl Talk. What um, made you? How did you see that album? So I actually, I was just on. I was browsing through Apple Music. Hold on, let me let me clarify. Why I asked that. Because those artists are not necessarily mainstream other than Wiz Khalifa. So that's a very, like, niche project. So, yes. Smoke is a big crit. Like, not every, not the mainstream rap fan listens to that type of stuff. So how did you find that? Because um, you listen to Smoke Dizzle. Yeah, I, I liked, uh, I actually was just on Wiz's page and he had mentioned something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was browsing through Apple Music and I saw it and I was like, Wiz Khalifa, like, okay. He always, Wiz always drops music in April because he loves 420. Shout out! He loves my birthday. That's that's kind of dope. That's fact. But um, Wiz is always dropping music during April, and mm. he ended up dropping this. And I was like, I was just seeing, looking at all the features, and seeing it that was a collective album. And I think it's dope that because they're all pretty much underground besides Wiz. If Wiz didn't take the mainstream route, he would be where these rappers are today. Like they would all yeah. be in the same. They're still all the same type of category. That's a good point. That's a good so, point. So like. Even though Wiz is the most popular, he's the most mainstream, like he's still in the same I think he's still considered to be the same boat as a currency or a big crit or a, or a smoke dizzy. So it's dope to see those guys all I, on Who's the, the fourth guy? Uh Girl Talk. Girl Talk, Girl Talk I think yeah, was one of the producers on the album. Yeah. So um really nice vibe. It's not just like a smoker's album. Like that mm-hmm. people people get that like confused with Wiz. Wiz people always make him synonymous with smoking music, but Wiz makes great vibe, like just vibing music, music that you can play in your car with your windows down. If you're out on a boat, having a good time on a boat, you play it out on a boat. Yep. 
Um, when the opposite sex is around, you can it, play when, Yeah, when the opposite sex is around or the same sex, if that's what you're into. Um, what? I'm a quiet. I didn't say nothing. You made a face. I didn't say nothing. You made a face. You made a face. I didn't say nothing. Look, man, I'm trying to let everybody know. New Era is, we support the LGBTQ+. plus. Facts. I said facts. Um, Big facts. But yeah, so it's a great, it's a great album. My favorite song on the album is uh, "Every Day." It's a real good, feel good song. Um, I wish I could play it right now. I don't have headphones, so people could, you know, really hear it and jam to it right now. We could post it when we post the um, episode. You know, "Ready for Love," uh, "Put You On." I honestly, the whole album to me really, really just flows really great. So. Definitely go check it out. It's called, uh, wow, I'm blanking on the name right now. Uh, it's, uh, like press, something press. Full Court Press? Full Court Press, yeah, Full yeah. Court Press. So right on brand for our our show, Full Court Press. Go Facts. check it out. Facts. Nah, yeah. I, that that album, um, you sent me one song and I didn't listen that same day. But that same day I did watch the Smoke Dizzy interview. And that made me remember that you had sent me that song. And, yeah, I was... Very much so. Uh, what's the opposite of disappointed? Pleased. I was very much pleased with that album, man. It's short. It's not um, not too long. Not yeah. too much to digest. Seven songs, but every song has a different vibe to it. But yeah, it's not just smokers music. It's it's really good music there. So um, yeah, what's it? full court press. Full court press. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Was. Um, another album that came out uh, recently that we have not uh, since we haven't met, we haven't talked about uh, any music. Um, Vince Staples, he dropped his second album in two in one year. His album he dropped in July 2021 was called Vince Staples. That was just his uh, same name, eponymous. It's a word for that anyway. <laughs> Episemis, it's something like that. That was his album title in July. And then this year, this uh, year he dropped Ramona Park Broke My Heart. And that album, I couldn't say enough about Vince Staples, the album he dropped last year, but this album, man, is it's like a more polished version of that. Now, like I said, I like Vince Staples. <laughs> I like the one he dropped last year, but this album is just a step up from that. So I think he goes two for two and some, and probably two of the better albums that have been dropped in a year span. Um, now, that's okay. You talked about how, you know, Currency, Smoke Dizza, Mm-hmm. Um, Big Crit are rappers that people don't necessarily listen to. I I would say that Vince Staples is another rapper that people don't necessarily listen to. He's not a mainstream rapper. He has mm-hmm. Vince Staples has a very niche group of people that like his music. So yeah. would you say that he appeals to that audience more so because he doesn't focus on the broad audience of people that he's trying to make music for? He just focuses on the people that actually likes his music. Yeah, and I think that the beauty of artists that do stuff like that. Is and it's almost like a, it's almost like a, some Buddhist like philosophical stuff. But if you're making that type of music that is just trying to please your fan base or just you, you're gonna end up making good music. Absolutely. And I think that that's what Vince has done on these past two projects because like it, it's a perfect example. And you, and you said it right. He has not been trying to make music to appeal to everyone. He's just been trying to appeal to his own his own fans and his own sound. And I think this album proves that his sound can appeal to the masses. If you give it a try. But like you said, a lot of people don't give him a try for whatever reason. He's underground. He's not He's not what everyone's listening to um, when you just talk hip-hop, quote-unquote, the genre, the mainstream genre. But, yeah, that's that's another album that I think is just, from top to bottom, it's, it's, it's not too long, just like the first one, just like he 
I keep saying the first one. When I say the first one, that's Vince Staples. That's the one he dropped last year. But, um, yeah, it's, it's not too long. Uh, choruses are good. Production is really good. Uh, rapping is great. Subject matter is great. He has, a, he has so many bars that just catch your attention without, like, just because of his delivery. I think his tone is really great. I think Vince Staples has a lot of unique styles that uh, make up who he is as an artist. So, But he's, like, no one, not a lot of people like him. Like, well, not, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say not a lot of people like him. But it's he's just, not, he's uh, not very, people don't sought out Vince Staples' music because he's yeah. not for everybody. Yeah. Um, and like, I also think. say they sought out? Other than, like, a Drake. Because that's, that's a good conversation. I would say people sought, sought out, like, the artists that people are sought out now are, like, the Rod Wave, Rod Wave, NBA yeah. Young Boy, Dirt, Lil Baby. True. Those are like the yeah. sought out artists of our time right now. And Drake. And uh, yeah, um, I'm 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 definitely forgetting somebody right now. I mean, yeah, but like, nah, that's I, I think those are like the when we're talking about the non like lyrical rappers, those that's kind of like it, right? Like, I mean, yeah, and I mean, some Lil Baby fans would kill us for saying that he's not lyrical, but that's another argument for another day. That is, that's a. That's the theme of this podcast, it feels like. Um, <laughs> Fibio Foreign dropped an album. Yes, yes, um, Bobby, yes. Bobby. Yes. Did you like it or did you listen to it? Yeah, yeah, I liked it. For me, like, I can only do the drill the drill music for but, but so long, you know what I'm saying? Like, every beat just starts. Drill music, I, I told uh, B this, Brandon. I told him that, shout out Brandon, that drill music today sounds like how dubstep music sound to me the first time i heard it like it's all about the drop in the song <laughs> that's what people are waiting for it's like wait for that drop in this song like the beat goes crazy and like it doesn't the music doesn't sound the same but it has that same appeal where it's like bro you got to hear like this it sounds it all sounds the same but they all have different it's a different like it's hard to explain like i think you were getting at something like, like dubstep music to me, when I was coming up, all of it sound the same. It was just like different beat drops, different times the beat drops, um, different way. Like, and that's kind of how drill music is, where like you're waiting on that like shift in the music. You're waiting on um, like the sample that they use. Like, it's just certain things like in drill music. Like, it all it all sounds the same. Kind of how dubstep. And it, it's nothing wrong with it. Like, I like drill music, but I'm saying like it all kind of sounds the same and it reminds me of like dubstep and like the hype that dubstep had when it first came out with a different you know type of people because obviously like black people don't listen to dubstep like that but no nah, um, that's that's an interesting point you made I've, i don't think i've i no, i don't think i have not ever heard anyone compare the two but i like the point you make because like i i like some drill music but i could from your ear i could see how you're like you're saying like now nah, it kind of si is similar to dubstep and the beat drop is the the climax of the song to say like yeah. if you're if you if like you said if everyone's waiting for that beat drop like that's but that's why i think like some if you can do drill correctly you're kind of it's like a loop like yeah. like off the grid like off the grid was a drill song but like what separated it what separated off the grid from other drill songs um i think it was the like i don't think yeah i don't think off the drill off, was off the grid is drill uh no, I just think it has a drill rapper a drill, on it. A drill rapper? That's nah. That's a, a good debate too. Musical debate. We're musical. Now. Also, We're now. also, but, yeah. you know who is doesn't get enough credit for drill rap? Lil Uzi. Lil Uzi, like. It, it, I don't know if Lil Uzi drill rap though. 
I don't know, bro. His style, his style is pretty similar to a lot of the guys that are doing drill rap right now. Am I on, on certain songs? On certain songs? Yeah. Okay. On certain songs, I think Uzi. I think Uzi's just one of those artists that can do a lot of different sounds. Like Sanguine Paradise, I feel like could be like a drill kind of sound. That's a good shot. But I've yeah, off the grid, off Donda's, off Donda Kanye West's album that came out um last year. That is a a drill rapper on a kind of sort of drill beat but it's not as as drill as these songs on this five-year album so i do get how you say it's repetitive though because it, it kind of is um if you're just thinking about from a sampling and drums perspective it's not that much different i did like how they sent they had a lot of um a lot of good samples on there they had ellie golden lights if you remember that song everyone in middle everyone is listening probably was in middle school when that song came out it was a very popular song though they Make sampled sure that song the lights the don't stop they sampled me. that song on the album Turn to stone. Y'all yeah. enjoying the yeah the All beautiful right. sounds of Caleb's voice. Yeah, the beautiful sounds of Caleb Jordan. Um, yeah, man, spends a lot of good music coming out lately. I I didn't listen to the album enough to really review it. I just uh, yeah, I me neither. I don't to it. But um, that, that's just say that we don't like it as much. That's just um yeah. I just for some reason, bro, there just hasn't been a lot of music besides like certain songs that have really that's like really like touched me. You know, pause. <laughs> I <laughs> I would say my favorite music right now is stuff that like I've listened to a million times. Hmm. Like there hasn't been a lot of music that's come out lately where I'm like I have to replay this. You know? And I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm desensitized to all the new music that's coming out, but I feel like every week there's just new stuff coming out and I like I'm not as moved to go listen to it. And I feel like we talk about this all the time, but it's just like I feel like artists have a hard time not being in the spotlight or have a hard time with not being relevant for a certain amount of time so then they don't put as much effort into like the music that they're putting out because they want the masses to like enjoy it and like gain more attention gain more followers gain more listeners mm -hmm. so like i don't know so it's nice to see when artists like take a little bit of a break and and then put something out but i think that's why i think that's where like the vince album i like it i think that's where like that that even that Wiz Girl Talk album, like I like, like those. I've been going back to those albums. So like, if you can make a, a good album that I'm gonna go back to, like with multiple songs that that are meaningful, that have like good content, whether it be production, lyrics, both, like that's where I think the quality music starts to. I mean, this obviously that's the formula: have a good beat, have a good chorus, have good lyrics. Like, but it's easier said than done, and we don't like you said. A lot of people are sounding the same, um, especially if you're not sawing after that type of music that we're talking about. Um, K Tronado released a song with, actually, we can talk about that. Joyce, K Tronado released a song with Joyce Rice. That was a good song. Um, we've been playing that a lot today. Ice T. Um, that I don't think that's that song sounds like a lot of stuff that's going on right now. Yeah, that's a and very that's unique sound, uh, yeah, song. exactly. And I replayed that song great a song. bunch today. Like it's a great, it's a great vibe. Mm -hmm. Right, right from the natural roots of Africa with the drums. You know what I'm you saying? Say that. Um, but yeah, man. So I'm trying to think of this interview, anything. It's been some other stuff. It's been some other stuff out, but I think those are those are what's been big. Oh, also Denzel Curry came. Ah, Denzel Curry came out. That was a. That's been a good album. I've been running that back. It's that's one of those artists that sticks to his own sound. Um, similar to Vince, has been doing his own thing for a while. His album is uh, Melt My Eyes, See Your Future. That came out on the twenty fifth of March. That's a really good album. Um, I wouldn't even call it alternative hip hop. I just call it like traditional um the production is really good he has some good good concepts on there my favorite song on there so far is called the last 
he does a lot of melodic, uh, melodic things, kind of like like an Amine Vince type guy. That's that's what I would compare Denzel Curry to. But yeah, I would give that a listen if you were looking for a, a good rap album that came out in 2022, along with the other stuff we just mentioned. That's that's one something I like. Um, I'm looking else, what else? What else? That's that might be all we got for now. I'm Earth Gang too. We don't got to talk about all that other stuff. We yeah. that, that's been the most recent release. Can I ask you something? On. Yeah. Do women do women make you uncomfortable, like in public settings? Nah, not uncomfortable. I say more aware though. Like we were talking about this earlier today. It just made me. I just was looking at my phone and something reminded me of that. But like, I guess nah, just aware. Like I don't know. Me when I walk on the street, right? And we were talking about this earlier today. When I walk on the street and I'm like walking behind like a group of girls or just one girl, mm-hmm. if I'm walking behind them for too long, I will literally cross the street because I don't want them to, like, think that I'm following. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just so, yeah. like, because women have it so hard out here that they have to have their guard up all the time. And I just want them, like, I just want to be, like, the dude that's, like, I'm not even, like, worried about, like, I, I'm, like, afraid of you. Not even afraid of you. Like, you're not even afraid, I'm not afraid. I'm afraid. <laughs> Like, I'm just, like, I don't even want to. Nah, you, you mentioned that earlier, and it was a good point because, like, Especially if you're in a, a city where you got to walk a lot to get to the little in the the areas where it's pretty crowded and, and you're walking instead of driving like downtown and stuff like we were earlier. Like, yeah, I see what you mean. Like you can you can be behind a group of women and necess- not necessarily want to continue to walk in the same direction. Even if y'all are walking in the same direction, it feels weird walking behind them for a long period of time because, like you said, they have it hard. And they, I, I can see how women's brains kind of go to all right, if this dude following me, if y'all made the same three turns, and yeah, because I do that. I'm a dude, I'd be like, yo, like if somebody, follow, I, be, I do that when I'm driving. Like if they follow me, and it yeah. just be like the same few turns. So yeah. I, I, I be thinking, that. I be thinking that somebody want me dead, but like, I ain't famous. <laughs> Who want me dead? Nobody want <laughs> Who, what no. ops, what ops do I have? I went to Charlotte. How many ops do I really have right now? <laughs> But you know what? That's that's I don't have. I might not have any ops that want me dead. But you definitely have like ops. You know, like you definitely won't have people that want to see you fail. Yeah, I think everybody wants. I think everybody want to see me fail. <laughs> nah, not everybody. <laughs> not everybody. But I think I think I want. I think everybody want to see me fail. Nah. I think I think it depends. I think I think it's just the kind of the vibe thing. I don't think we. Ha- I have any ops in particular. But I do have, like you said, people that. I don't think want to see me do the best. I don't, yeah, I don't want to say fail. I just think it's people that would rather see me do mediocre. Like, a lot of people would rather see me do mediocre than great. People don't want to see me do better than that. Yeah. That's what it is. I don't think... Yeah, I, yeah that's exactly what I... I think people... The people that, like... Just in general, I'm not talking about anyone in specific. If the shoe fits, then the shoe fits. But I think that people in general uh, don't want you to do... Succeed more than they succeed in life. Because then they... They have some resentment or envy of what you're doing because it's it's not them. It's not what like they did. They didn't think that you could get to those. I I mean, again, this is just me. Nah, I get what you're saying. That's I just I know I don't have no ops as far as like the opposition, but like you said, when it no comes apiana. to the, I forgot all about that. <laughs> oh shoot, I gotta use the bathroom, bro. But we gotta. Do we have snowfall? We gotta talk about snowfall. We definitely got to talk about Snowfall. TV. For the TV segment, we will be transitioning into discussing uh, the recent season of Snowfall on FX and Hulu. Go.
Was that supposed to stop recording or were you? No, we were no, we were like that oh, was oh, that was, oh, yeah, nah, oh. Yeah, no, nah, nah, that was like a pause within the program. Um Yeah, man. So I haven't we watched talking the, about it earlier. the recent the recent episode, but Snowfall this season has been kind of underwhelming. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sound like a hater. I don't want to sound like everything that everybody's saying on Twitter, but it's been you're very not, you are, but you you know, you're giving points. I I think it's been underwhelming. It, to me, season three and season four were my two favorite seasons of like television that I've watched of like any show besides like The Wire. Mm-hmm. And that's like really high because to me, like The Wire is the greatest TV show ever. So like for Snowfall to have two of the best seasons of a show that I've seen since that is saying a lot, to, at least for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man, this season just hasn't been hitting because A, like the family is just, there's only so much that you could do with this family, right? Like they've right. been through everything at this point. And now they're getting to the point where they're all splitting, going in different directions. Um, I mean, Leon was trying to go to war with the police. Which is just nuts. Louis trying to change change up on Franklin. She was always kind of. She's been Louis. Louis is is dumb. That's why. That's why I think people are saying the season. Louis stupid. She's so stupid. Because how is she so smart? And then she just magically starts saying, "I'm going to do things my way." I just don't think that is realistic. Uh, I think it's on brand for women, but that's a different conversation for another day. Hey man, hey man, <laughs> they go hear it. I can't. Yo. That's pretty on brand for women, bro. Yo, they have they have one thing in their head, and then the next day, like <laughs> that's that's super on hey, brand. Nah, okay, nah, I agree with you there. That's super. <laughs> that's super on brand for women, I agree, but that's, I agree with that. and not all women. Not of course, but of course, community eighty five percent of y'all. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I mean, but next season is gonna be their last season anyway. Um, so I, I hope that this season can end with the bang, but yeah, it's kind of been underwhelming so far. I haven't really. The best episode was when everyone was on LSD. And, and that was, it wasn't even like a, it wasn't even like a real episode. Like that, it was, that wasn't a good episode. I mean, I guess when they were like the Iliad part one and part two, where they like hit inside that house and they got shot at and all those, but, they, but it just a didn't, tiger. A tiger, it didn't make, it didn't, it didn't make any sense. It was so predictable with the tiger. Obviously like somebody was going to get eaten by the tiger. You're not just gonna have a tiger in a TV show. And but it wasn't going to be him or also. And so then like, I mean, they just introduced this random act. Like I get it. Uh, what's, what's buddy's name that got shot? Can't, um, who was his brother? Kev. Kev. They just, we had never heard anything about Kevin's brother prior to <laughs> this season. And they right. just kind of, it's like they were just running. It's like they just threw some, it's bad writing. It's just bad writing, not really good writing. They just threw somebody in there. I don't really like that. Yeah. Um, I, I get the callback, but like you could have hinted at him maybe if you had put, you can tell that they just kind of like, it wasn't like thought out and like planned out. Yeah, maybe. like Kev, this, this dude who had all these people trained at every single drop that you guys had every location that y'all were at he had people shooting at them trained on location but as soon as franklin pulls up there's no smoke to be made like there's nothing yeah like it's it's weird it was just really weird energy like they were just shooting at everybody and then as soon as franklin pulled up at the park it was there was no smoke it was just all talking like it just it was really backwards very very backwards (laughs) that was yeah I, i agree with you that that whole scene was like uh it seemed like they were trying to give us like a, a iconic thing, like well Franklin tries to meet it, like he tries to mend things with his enemy, and it doesn't work. But then Leon ends up mending things the next episode. Like it's just it's yeah, man. It's not as it's not as intense as it as it has been in the past four seasons. And, and that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Um, and then Franklin's mom 
with the DEA. Like, come on, man. What are we doing? Yeah, I don't even know what's going on with her. Like, she's snitching, like... On, <laughs> on what, though? Like, what is... Yeah, nah, Snowfall, we love y'all, but this ain't... We just have too many questions, as you can hear. Um, it's just... It sucks because it's, like, a good... That's the thing about, like, having, like, black TV shows. Like, I, I never want to turn on a black TV show because I don't want to be like, it's bad. Because then, like, white people have, they, they feel like they have the, the, the nerve and the audacity to tell, like, what's good TV, what's bad TV. But it, it's not That's good TV. That's how I feel about music. It's not good TV. That's how I feel about music. Like, y'all can't say nothing about Outkast. We can say stuff about Outkast. Like, y'all can't say stuff about, about hip-hop music. Um, not all of y'all, I'll say. But, yeah. We're watching the end of this Golden State Denver game. That was not a punch either. We just paused for a second. Um, but yeah, I think that's is that everything on the list? That's pretty much everything, man. Um, we talked playoffs for almost an hour. It feels like. Yeah, we'll we'll go back and time it. I I also I don't know. <laughs> I I thought I was gonna say something. You thought I was gonna say something thought provoking. I just didn't have anything there. Um, yeah, man, this has been great. You know. Enjoy the vibe. We can go out tonight, <laughs> or or not go out tonight. Nah, we're gonna tomorrow's go Easter. We're gonna, nah, we're definitely gonna go out and get some food. What's your uh, what's your Easter plans, bro? What you got planned for Easter tomorrow? <laughs> Caleb is funny, bro. Um, I think I'm gonna um enjoy time with great people. What about you? That's a very political answer. No, I think I'm um, just enjoy some time with great people, man. You know, enjoy the day that the Lord has made. Um, I'm going to go. I'm gonna, I mean, I'll be traveling tomorrow. Back home. Back home. Probably sleep when I get back. Get ready for the work week. Yeah, oh. but, yeah it'll be a chill Sunday, though. Um, and just get ready for the rest of this week, man. Mentally prepare myself for, you know, the big day. <laughs> Yeah, man, you got a birthday this week. I should be asking you how you feeling. You might do it. Do y'all do you want to do like a y'all the fans? Y'all should do like something cool in the comments for Caleb's birthday. We should clip this up. Y'all should like say something like sweet to Caleb for Caleb about his birthday. It's this Wednesday. We're gonna be putting out an episode on the day of his on the day of his birthday. So y'all should let him know how much y'all appreciate listening to him on this new air podcast. Oh, see, I want. I wish they had an all button. They don't have all. It's just yeah. I uh I appreciate that man. No, it's cool. I, I'm weird about birthdays, bro. I love celebrating other people's birthdays. Um, I don't like talking about myself or like making everything about me. Even though in my head everything I like it's a little bit different. But like I just birthdays are cool because you get to see like everyone you know show you love whatever etc. But I think. The older I get, the more I reflect. I just try to reflect more about like what I can do better to like this next year. Like what's 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 there for me to improve on, like going into twenty four. Like mm-hmm. twenty three, I dealt with a lot of hardship and I dealt with um, you know, just a lot of different things, you know, quitting my job, hating my job, you know, battling depression and stuff like that. Like so hopefully, you know, what can I do to make sure that, you know, twenty four I'm better at twenty four. So, um, I mean, it wasn't all bad, too. I mean, I had a lot of highs, for sure, at, at 23. And, you know, getting to, you know, coach and, you know, being around, you know, really talented, young, thoughtful young men. Like, that was really cool to do. Um, and being around the game and still being able to play. 
you know, living on my own, paying my own bills. Like it's all mm -hmm. been fun, but at the same time, like it, it, it could be a lot. So mm -hmm. it's just been birth birthdays. It is about celebrating, and you know, I appreciate people. You know, always showing me love. Like I always appreciate that. Um, but most more so, I always use it to reflect and thank like the Lord that I'm still here because it could be hard sometimes, bro. And you know, life is real short and in an instance it could be gone so that's why like i use it as a year i use it as a reflection i don't want to mean to get down you know what i'm saying i that's the way i look at my birthday and that's how you know i i, I go about it moving forward like just trying to use it as a as a day to reflect facts thanks man well yeah y'all y'all definitely be sure to wish caleb a happy birthday man we about to about to get out of here for this evening um it's been a great episode episode 21. facts facts it was good to come pull up on you in person pause um <laughs> that's not a fault i said come though um yo, yo we gotta exit out <laughs> i'm master bro this is signing out love y'all man thank y'all so much for continuing to listen our followers have not gone down i'm very proud of that yeah um, man we appreciate y'all i lied when i put up a, a reel like two weeks ago about us putting <laughs> putting the episode out yeah, but here, we, here it is but here we are here we are i knew we was gonna be special we were gonna be together um and we got it on video too we got it on video so you can see our pretty faces um see me out here my glam my glitz my glam um we gonna enjoy the vibe baby. enjoy the vibes thank y'all for listening we appreciate y'all for listening i'm signing out peace i'm out <laughs>